Are you sick of hearing you don't have enough experience to get work? Visit iPath.com to get the first part of our auto damage certification for free. Hello and welcome to the Independent Adjuster Podcast by IAPath. My name is Chris Stanley, and we're here to help you figure out how to get work in this industry and ultimately how to claim your life. Hey guys, welcome to the Independent Adjuster Podcast by IAPath. At IAPath, we help you become the independent adjuster that gets work with our 90-day mentorship plans. If you need help in your independent adjusting career, head over to IAPath.com. Now guys, welcome to 2020. We have reached not only a new year, but a new decade and kind of what I want to do with the podcast, if you've been listening for a while, you know that I kind of been thinking about resetting a little bit the podcast, but maybe if this is your first time listening, welcome, first of all, to the podcast. We really do want to help you be and become a successful independent adjuster, and that's what this podcast is designed to do. Now, to start off 2020, I want to start by answering the number one question that I get in my inbox week after week. And it's the number one question. People like Matthew Allen, Jason Heenan, Jeremy Reddick, and everybody else associated with this industry gets asked by you, the aspiring independent adjuster. And it's how to become an independent adjuster. That's what we all want to know. How do we get work? How do we become an independent adjuster? And this is going to be a four-part series. And today we're going to jump into part one, which is the first question you have to ask yourself is what type of adjuster do you want to be? So here's the question. How do independent adjusters and appraisers like us who can't hide behind corporate logos, processes, and profits, who are spending our own money and reputation, how do we work in a way that lets us get work, assignments, deployments, and more income? without wasting time or money in this world of insurance while we stand out in the crowd? That is the question, and this podcast will help guide you to the answers. My name is Chris Stanley, and this is the Independent Adjuster Podcast. Join myself and other independents on the path to non-corporate success in the insurance industry. We are IAs. All right, guys, welcome back from the intro. So as we jump into this topic of how to become an independent adjuster in 2020, you really have to think about you, your family, your desires, your dreams, and your end goals. Just because I live on a sailboat on the East Coast does not mean every independent adjuster's dream is to live on a sailboat on the East Coast when they're not traveling and working. Your goals might be extremely different. Your goals may not be to travel and do cat. Your dreams may be to stay at home. Your dreams may be to work nine to five. Your dreams may be to work from four to seven. I have no idea, but it's important for you and your family that you determine where it is you wanna be and what you want your life to look at. We talk a lot at IAPath about claiming your life. And yeah, it's a cool pun because duh, we deal with claims, right? But it's more than that. It's really about 
it starts, that whole claiming your life starts with really understanding where it is you want to be and what it is you truly want. If you just say money, I'm telling you, you're missing out on this. You're, you're totally missing the boat. You have to determine what do you want your life to look like. And then once you determine what you want it to look like, you got to have a plan put in place to then be able to go claim it. But it all starts with that identification of what is your end goal? Where do you want to be? And I always ask people on the phone, two years out, what do you envision your life looking like? What does it look like to be a success in the IA industry as an independent adjuster or auto appraiser or whatever you want to call an IA, right? Whatever field of the spectrum you want to end up on, what does your life look like in two years? So that's what today is going to be all about. And I'm going to help you by just framing it in a maybe a little bit different way than you've heard, but it's really breaking it down into a few simple components. And from there, hopefully it'll help you decide what direction, what type of independent adjuster uh, you want to be. But before we jump into that, I got to let you know that our podcast is sponsored by ACD. And ACD is an IA firm that wants to work with you no matter what type of adjuster you want to be, whether it's working auto, property, heavy equipment, motorcycle, RV, doesn't matter. They handle claims nationwide in CAD events. They send people to CAD events as well. So if you're looking for another company to work for, if you're looking for the first company to work for, I recommend that you reach out to ACD. All you got to do to get on their roster is email them your resume and all your information over to network at acdcorp.com. That's network at acdcorp.com. All right, so what type of adjuster do you want to be? You listening in the car, running on the treadmill, sitting in your room, wherever you're at. What type of adjuster do you want to be? This is the question. Everything else that comes in your journey needs to be defined by this this end goal. Otherwise, you're going to be pulled around by the tide of the industry. You're going to be pulled around by what other people want for you and you're going to end up miserable even if you are quote unquote successful. And so today we got to nail that down. You have to nail that down and you need to write it down. Whether it takes you a day or two or three to figure this out, you need to understand these different options and to know what is your first mile marker? Where am I heading to in the next two years? Because when you look up in two years, I want you to look up and go, wow, I did it. I made my goal. And then if you want to make changes, cool, make some changes. But you've got to put in some hours, months, and even, yes, years to really, truly be successful in any one of these fields. And it might change and ebb and flow as you get going. But if you don't have a direction you're heading, you're just going to wander in circles. Okay. So the first question you got to ask yourself, though, and there's really three, okay? But the first real question you got to ask yourself is... Do you want to be a daily adjuster or do you want to be a catastrophic adjuster? Now, what is the difference? Number one, daily is pretty much you're working locally. Okay, that means you're staying around your hometown. You're staying near your family. You're sleeping in your own bed at night. Okay, so is that what you want to do or are you looking to travel? Are you looking to jump in an RV and and head to the latest hailstorm. You're looking to go rent hotels and travel for weeks and months at a time away from your family or if you don't have a family, uh, leaving your home state and town. And this depends a lot on what your family situation is like, um, what your financial situation is like because catastrophic can take 
a lot more capital. It's more capital intensive than getting started locally in your area because you'd have money for hotels, for gas, for risk. Yes, risk. Uh, you might break a computer. It's easier to break a computer in the uh, cat line because you're doing so much different things and traveling. Your stuff's, stuff's going to come up and happen. But daily is not quite as risky financially right out of the gate. So the question is, which which one of those lines up with your vision of where you're going to be in two years? Are, are you going to work a few hours every day or a lot of hours every day and go home? Or are you traveling off to distant states and lands and, and kind of dependent on the weather? That's your first question. And it can be both. You can potentially have both. But you got to decide what is your vision. And so close your eyes. Think about it. Are you sitting in a hotel when you're successful? Are you eating, you know, in your hotel room boiled eggs in the breakfast for breakfast before you go work? Or are you having breakfast with your family? Um, are, you, are you making a, a large amount of money in a, in a short amount of time and not working, you know, 12 months a year? Or are you working consistently and making sure um, having a more consistent income? You've got to decide that. Close your eyes. Think about it really nail down that vision of what you would feel success looks like for you and then write that down are you daily or are you catastrophic so are you daily or cat that's the first question all right once you establish and i i'd encourage you to pause this podcast if, if you're in a place where you can really think about this pause the podcast write it down am i daily or am i cat what am i going towards and write that down before you move on to this next one that's the place to start Second question you need to ask yourself is, do you want to dive into what type of claims are you going to focus on? And you might think, Chris, I'll focus on whichever one brings me money first. And I like that attitude. Trust me, I do. But we as business owners, because being an independent adjuster, you are a business owner. We must determine what our specialty is. Now, when the marketplace opens up and dictates an opportunity and says, hey, there's an opportunity here for you, John. Maybe you should jump on it. That's cool. But if you don't have a direction, you're going to walk in circles, okay? And one line going straight is way farther and makes way more progress and penetrates deeper into the industry than if you have four different lines going four different directions. You're not going to make as much progress. So I encourage you to niche down and get specific about this. So Really, there's four options here that I see. Once you answer the daily or catastrophic, you have four options. One is there's auto. That's how I got started. I was a daily auto person. There's also catastrophic auto, but do you want to handle auto claims? Are you looking at wrecked vehicles? Are you looking at hail damaged vehicles? Um, do you enjoy cars, which you don't have to, because trust me, I don't give a darn about any car on the planet. I don't get excited about Porsches or Teslas or Ferraris, yeah, some of them look cool, but I really am not a gearhead at all, right? But So that's not a requirement, but can you imagine looking at cars for a living? Because you're going to look at a lot of cars, and if you can't imagine yourself doing that, if you can't visualize staring at a car and writing notes and that being a big part of your life, then you need to consider whether that's right for you or not. So first one is auto. The second one is property, and that's what a lot of people think of when they first come into the industry is, Climbing on roofs, looking at hail-damaged vehicles, or hail-damaged roofs and hail-damaged siding and fencing and trees, shrubbery and all that good stuff, right? Water damage and flooding and 
is property where, where your head goes when you visualize what success looks like in two years. Really think about this. Visualize what you've been, why you've been inspired, why you found this podcast. What was in your head that it was driving and propelling you towards some, so some weird goal in the future, some weird dream you had that I, I think this is something I want to do. Well, what was that? Identify it. Because listen, climbing on a roof is not for everybody. Just like auto isn't for everybody. Some people do not enjoy climbing on roofs. They don't enjoy heights. They, the thought of that freaks them out. So if that's you, property may not be right for you. But it may be. You just have to work through this inside yourself. So the next one is inside adjusting. Now, this can be property or auto. It can be liability. It can be total loss, which is a part of auto. Um, but these inside adjusting positions or desk review and um, support for the, the field guys are a big part of a lot of the catastrophic companies. Now, the thing about inside adjusting um, is you may be able to do it locally in your area and go home at night if you live in one of the areas with these large call centers. But if you don't, it's pretty much almost always for 90% of the people at least, a catastrophic deal where you're going to travel somewhere else. So if you're imagining an inside job as an independent adjuster, you're likely going to have to travel to do it unless you live in Dallas, you live in Mobile, Alabama, and maybe a few other cities depending on, on the type of year and stuff that's going on. But So inside adjusting is typically thought of as catastrophic. So if you imagine sitting inside a cubicle working, as an independent adjuster, just know that you've got to be willing to probably travel and do catastrophic adjusting. All right, so the flip side to inside adjusting is this field and this kind of tandems with auto and property. Are you going to be going into the field doing this? Because field work is what most of us think of, and I think that's what the majority of us start in, is field work. We go out, we actually put our hands on bit metal, we put our hands on damaged parts of the house, and we write estimates, right? Now you can do that off of photos inside or even some people do it from their house as desk adjusters and that would fall into the inside category. But which one were you envisioning when you got excited about this industry? Was it inside or field? Was it auto or was it property? Now write those down, okay? So are you daily or, or are you catastrophic? That's the first question. The second one is are you auto or property that does inside or are you field? Make that determination. Figure those two things out, okay? Next, pause it if you need to, okay? This is important to figure out for you. I really believe that if you have a clear vision of what it is you wanna do and where you wanna go, you are gonna be way closer to achieving it than if you just leave it up in the air, I'll do whatever it takes. Well, that's great, but what it takes is having a plan and you've got to start developing your plan. So that's the first thing in 2020 you need to be doing. The last question is, um, once you find traction, Okay, so let's say you have traction within the first three to six months of this year, which is woohoo, awesome, right? Let's pretend you hit the ground running, you're having success. Are you sticking with auto and property? Are you envisioning something else beyond that or inside? Are you envisioning something deeper, further down the line, like crop adjusting, or maybe you've heard about diminished value claims and you got excited about that and then you learned, oh, I gotta start with auto first. Um, if there's some other goal out there past auto and property, that ba those basic tenants, if you have something very specific in mind, 
write that down. Maybe it's heavy equipment or marine. Maybe you got really excited about boats and you found out, well, that's not so easy to get started in. But if you have something like that, a very specific vision in mind, you need to write those down because as you move forward, you're going to start having success at some point. And when you have that success, you're going to have new opportunities present themselves. And you're going to have to try to decide which opportunities to pursue by determining which one's getting me to my ultimate goal. Let's say to my two-year goal here. If I'm looking towards heavy equipment, if you, if you came and told me, hey, Chris, I want to become a heavy equipment appraiser and I want to be the best one there is. And I want to like fly around on a jet and go look at the biggest heavy equipment machinery there is out there and all the rolled over semis and get paid good money to do that. Well, I would tell you, you probably need to go in auto first because auto kind of, or heavy equipment piggybacks on auto. So determining if crop or diminished value or heavy equipment or being a public adjuster for a property or whatever it is, if you have some other specific goal out there that you've envisioned and gotten excited about, write that down because this is where you're headed and that can help you determine what steps and decisions and um, opportunities to take along the way. Now do that, okay? Seriously. Number one, let's recap. Decide if you're a daily or a catastrophic adjuster slash appraiser. Uh, number two, uh, are you handling auto or property? And in those, are you an inside or a field person? Okay, so determine auto or property and insider field. Which one are you shooting for? You can do any of them if the opportunity arises, right? To make money, that's cool. But we want to have a goal that we're heading towards. And then finally, do you have some other additional goal past those getting started ones where you have a very specific niche in mind like crop, diminished value, heavy equipment, um, maybe it's FEMA, uh, property claims, whatever it is. If you have some other vision out there, write those things down, okay? So if you do that, you're gonna have a way clearer vision of where it is you wanna go and how potentially to get there or at least how to find out how to get there because now you know what you want. You don't just wanna become a successful independent adjuster. You have a very specific end goal in mind, and this is going to help you immensely as things unfold for you. So do that. Write those three things down. Make those determinations. And then here's my challenge to you. I want you to act on this. Now, lots of people may think through this in their head, but if you don't write it down, it, there's something different about writing it down and then sharing it with other people. And so what I'd like you to do is if you've actually done this exercise, and you better do it if you're listening to this, do this exercise. Even if you're already a current working adjuster, reassess where you're at. Where is it you want to be in two years? Figure this out. If you're in CAT and you're like, man, I kind of want to do daily. I miss my family. That's cool. Maybe you're doing daily claims. You're like, you know what? I'm kind of stuck in a rut. I'm just working all the time. And I'd like to just switch to doing CAT more often or maybe doing a hybrid of both write it out, okay? Figure it out. And then here's the challenge. Share it with somebody by emailing me, chris at ipath.com. Just send me your name. You know, I'd love to, you know, John Smith. And, and here's my three things. I want to be a daily adjuster and I want to do auto field or property inside, whatever it is. And my long-term goal in the end is this, if you have something different, right? And just share it with me. If you're inside the IAPath community, then share it in the community under this podcast episode. Share it because now you'll have some accountability, even if it's just to yourself. You shared it, you, you verbalized it, you wrote it down. You need to internalize this as something that you're heading towards. And then if you need help figuring out what to do, it's really simple. For most of these, 
you can have a solid plan of how to get to each one of these by just heading to our website at ipath.com and click how to become an independent adjuster. It's right there at the top of the screen. You can't miss it. And it's my book, The Independent Adjuster's Playbook. It will give you a guide and a playbook to getting to each one of these. It's exactly what we guide our students that we mentor through. It's just now you have a plan for yourself that you can walk on your own. And then obviously, if you need help walking this, if you want Matthew Allen to jump in and help you on the property side, if you want me to help you on the catastrophic or auto side, then you can dive into our mentorship plans if you need that. But you need to determine where it is you wanna go, how to get there, and then share it with somebody. Share it with me if you need to, jump into the community, share it, but I challenge you to share it. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to the Independent Adjuster Podcast. Go get your free copy of the IA Playbook at iapath.com. And then until next week, keep walking your path and claiming your life. And let me know what your goals are in the next two years doing that exercise we covered. All right, talk to you guys next week. Are you dreaming of a career in auto damage, but find yourself not meeting the experience requirements? You can try the first part of our seven part auto damage certification for free. This allows you to dive deep into auto damage training with no strings attached. And if you love it, you can continue on and purchase the full program. With this certification, you gain not just in-depth knowledge and skills, but also an all-access pass to our exclusive community, a full year of mentorship, and yes, get the two to five year experience requirement waived with over 40 firms. Your future in auto damage begins today. Visit iPath.com to start your free trial and discover where iPath can take you. iPath. Claim your life.